when you have hair, you have tinnitus bothering you. You know, I've always measured the sound or the level or, or trying to understand, okay, is it getting, uh, is it pissing me off more or is it getting more bothersome is, is to really analyze your, your emotional reaction to it. It's, it's to ask, instead of asking yourself, how loud is it is uh, ask yourself, how am I feeling towards it? And really over time, I've really, I actually carried a notebook and every time I pulled it out and wrote my emotion down instead of measuring the sound over time your your brain doesn't really care about i mean i stopped caring about how loud it is nowadays it's just it's always there and i know i'm i'm no longer really emotionally attached to that sound uh, it's very it's a very hard <coughs> thing to describe in words but it's it's true and it works and uh over time you it uh, that's that's the only way out hello and welcome back to the altering tinnitus podcast this is Frida and I'm your host and this podcast is all about the tinnitus science and what you can do to live a better life despite the ringing. Yeah, friends and family, today we have a special episode again, the closing episode from the series of three webinars of uh, tinnitus and habituation. So number four of tinnitus and habituation and using principles of acceptance and commitment therapy in order to speed up your process of habituation but to speed it up from a different point of angle i think and to set the scene a little bit because i think i just want to talk about that right now imagine me it's friday evening 5 30 p.m um my wife and i have been moving for a whole week so we're moving apartments um, within the house but uh, from the uh, uh, the corner house, the backyard to the main and front house um, in a nice three-bedroom flat. And we have been moving the whole week. Little boxes from here to there, new furniture and so on and so forth. So this week I am really out of energy now. But uh, that's not to say and that's not to influence the podcast episode today, which um, was a couple of weeks ago in one of the last Sinatus Q&As. Um, I'm going to certainly now open up my beer here, uh, drink my beer, sip my sip on my beer, and edit this podcast episode for you guys. I hope that you enjoy it. And if you are interested in coming onto the live events, we frequently hold them in our MyTinnitus.club community. But uh, there's a link in the description below where you can check out the epi the uh, frequent Q&A and live events, see whether you like them and join us as well. Ask all your questions. We always have interesting topics and it'd be fantastic to see you in there as well. But now enjoy the episode and I'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. Hello and welcome to the Outering Tinnitus podcast. This is Frida and I'm your host. This podcast is all about the tinnitus science and what you can do to live a better life despite the ringing. Before we get into the episode, a quick word to our sponsor. Actually, we don't really have a sponsor. Well, I myself am the sponsor of this podcast. See, I've been working to make this podcast work for about two years now, been um, releasing episodes so you guys can get the most from what I do as a tinnitus coach, helping people worldwide to live their best life despite tinnitus. And today, in my own words, my own personal ad 
for our new Tinnitus management platform. You can access the community management platform at www.mytinnitus.club and we have a fantastic management platform where you can access weekly videos all around the topic of managing tinnitus, um, tinnitus and cognitive behavioral therapy, uh, sleeping better with tinnitus, but you can also directly access from the membership platform events, the live events and the community live coaching sessions that we hold every few days. Another very great feature is that you have the ability to contact other members and if you set your settings, uh, you can even allow other people to see whether they are near you. So you can meet up with people from your area with tinnitus and who knows, maybe you're even going to make a few friends. So if you want to participate in our new tinnitus management platform, go to www.mytinnitus.club. You can get access for three days for free and check out all the different topics, check out all the different possibilities to take online courses and to finally start living your best life despite tinnitus. Thank you very much for supporting the project and I'll see you there very soon. Yeah, then um, Shelly, it's good to have you too. Hi, welcome to the meeting. Um, yeah, then I think we can uh, start going into the uh, agenda for today's live meeting. Um, you guys know that I've been talking a lot about um, the uh, different weeks that we had and the different live topics for the last uh, three to four weeks. Uh, we started with the very first one where we talked a little bit about um, general strategies uh, to habituation. I uploaded that to YouTube as well. So if you um, are interested to check that out, I'm just quickly going to um, share the link to the YouTube channel in the description. So if you missed that very first meeting, you can check it out. Let me see. There it is. Yeah. Thank you very much. So it's here in the chat. And if you're interested to rewatch that video, um, there's one of the late last videos that I uploaded is the very first live community meeting from two weeks ago. We talked a bit, little bit of, about general strategies and, and uh, general basics uh, of habituation. It was quite a long meeting as well. And then last week we had a more specific session that um, I tailored a little bit more on um, using tools of cognitive behavior therapy in order to speed the process of habituation up a little bit. I'm not quite uh, done with editing that one yet, so that's not out on YouTube yet. But if you uh, check out the YouTube channel, it will be uploaded within the next few days there as well. Um, and then you can have a look at the second live meetings as well, because I think um, if you um, manage to look at them to look at them together, then uh, it maybe make a little bit more sense for you to understand also what we're going to be discussing today. Anyways, great to have you here, Kareem, again. Welcome. It's good to have you. Welcome, Shali, as well, the two last people who joined. Um, anyways, yes, and today is the day that uh, I think many of you might have been waiting for as well. And I know that many in the MyTinnitus.club community have been waiting for it because today we want to talk a little bit more about the tools of acceptance and commitment therapy. And I know it always sounds pretty big when you um, come with the, the term uh, neuroplasticity, but, um, well, I'm sorry, just, I think you can't see it because of the background, but I'm adjusting my microphone. So uh, if, if, <laughs> if it sounds weird for some reason, you guys can, can tell me, and I hope that the audio is okay. Um, yeah, but um, I, I think, and, and what many of you guys might have been waiting for, and what what I what I said is that uh, this week's topic is a little bit more on the specifics of the acceptment acceptance and commitment therapy, um, and your brain's ability to 
make new neuroplastic um, uh, connections and uh, the ability of the brain to habituate to tinnitus, right? And habituation, we've defined that in the last two meetings as well, being a non-reactiveness towards your tinnitus in any kind of way, right? Neither negative nor positive. So you have no, um, so you have no specific reaction which would, which would keep a up and down of your tinnitus or a negative or positive um, um, idea of your tinnitus down. And why do I say neuroplasticity? And it always sounds such a, like such a big thing, right? And when you look on YouTube or you search on the internet for tinnitus and neuroplasticity, um, then it might, it might sound very, it, it might sound very sophisticated and, and very crazy, but it's basically very simple. Um, let me just uh, say, say it like this. So if you are feeling a bit under the weather and you're having a, a bad time and uh, the job is stressful, and maybe you have a little bit of a tension in your family or something like that, um, and you're just not feeling as well, right? So in the morning when you get up, you're like, uh, um, hey, Sophia, good to have you. Hello. Are you back from, the, back from the hospital? Sorry? Are you back from yeah, the hospital? Yeah, I came out on Sunday. Uh, are you feeling good? Are you feeling okay? I'm feeling all right, but I'll tell you something. I think the, the anesthetics um, have heightened my tinnitus because um, oh. it's been... It's been a little bit raised since then, oh. so but I, I don't know to be honest. I'm hoping it's going to go down a little bit, but uh, we'll see, I suppose. I'm sure it will. After the tonight's meeting, you will understand to handle it a, a little bit better, maybe. I hope, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. No. yeah right. perfect, awesome. Well, look at this the screen is full of participants. Uh, Frank is also joining in from Los Angeles, California. He was also there last week. Uh, great to have you here as well today, uh, tonight. Hi. In the morning Hello. for you still, probably. <laughs> Hi. Good to have you, Frank. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, we're a big group today. Big group today. 15 people. Um, all right. And um, what I wanted to uh, talk to you about and, and what I was explaining right now is when you feel a little bit under the weather and you're not feeling as well as usual and you're just, um, you know, a little bit down the chemistry in your brain also changes. Now, if that happens for a longer period of time, or we also know for genetic reasons, right, um, that can turn into a depression, right? And some people just have uh, depressive episodes in the period of their life, and it doesn't have to be for life circumstances. But in the case of tinnitus, what happens when you react to tinnitus in the way that most of us know, and I guess that's why many of us are in here in this live meeting, and it happened to me as well, um, when you do experience tinnitus in that kind of way, in as a, as a, such a bothersome symptom, it is often accompanied by uh, trouble and difficulty sleeping. Um, of course, we are a, a lot more upset, we're more anxious, and we're more nervous, etc. And then when that uh, when that status holds on for a longer period of time, we need to acknowledge the fact. I mean, it's 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 not dangerous per se, but it's just simply what happens is that the chemistry in your brain. Uh, changes a little bit alternative uh, accordingly as well. And that's obviously something very normal because why it drives you into a mode where you have to become more active or you feel like something is not perfect. So something's not going well. So it's basically just your brain's ability and your brain's way to tell you like something is not perfectly right. So there's something that, that you have some momentum that you're going to get going that will try to nudge you in the right place again. I, I, I have a very, um, a very, uh, um, uh, famous author of mine um he he already dialed, died a while, while back and he was a very famous psychologist author psychology author in the 70s and his name is um dr scott peck 
and he wrote uh, the book The Road Less Traveled, which is one of my favorite uh, books from when I was a student in Maastricht, Marcia. <laughs> it's a book that uh, was read by many uh, students in university. And he, he talks about depression as, I mean, when we're not talking about clinical depression, but like, for example, depression that we would go through also because of uh, tinnitus, then he would talk about a map um, and um, and the fact that the old map that you have, the old map as guide to your life would not function anymore to the current system that you're experiencing, right? So you have to wipe parts of your map and redraw it. Redraw it. So it's basically not, you have to, you don't have to go to the shop and buy a new map, but you have to erase parts of your map and just continue to redraw them again because you might think differently about some things. And with tinnitus, I think that's a very good analogy because it's often that only, and I, I said this, this is another analogy that I use, only once you start to learn how to swim, will you actually also be able to get into the water and then afterwards swim. And with tinnitus and habituation, is very, very similar, right? So only when you know how it is not to react to your tinnitus and then tinnitus goes out of your consciousness and out of your awareness, uh, more often is when you start becoming more immersed in the process of habituation, which is when you don't experience tinnitus as so dangerous or so upsetting anymore, which naturally makes you feel more at ease and more at peace and will, which will literally in the end change your, um, your neurochemistry and will build new neuronal connections in which you could say in that sense, experience a change in neuroplasticity, literal plasticity in the ability of your brain to change and adapt to certain stimuli, uh, reactions, uh, as well as tinnitus, right? So that's basically in a very simple, in a very simple, in a very simple place, what I um, refer to as neuroplasticity when I talk about tinnitus and neuroplasticity, because it is your brain's ability to adapt and change and to restructure in good times, but also in bad times, right? In good times, when something bad happens, it turns a little bit to the worse. And then when it is not, at a, when you're not in a great place, then your brain has the ability as well, though, to change it back and to realize that something is not perfect, something's not right. And therefore you realize that you have to nudge and go a little bit into a different direction. Um, one thing I wanted to tell you guys is there is a little bit of a, a small button and on below on the screen so if you do have a question then you can um, raise your hand and just ask a question or just unmute yourself if you muted yourself and if you have a question just ask the question that's obviously also uh, you're more than welcome to do that as well because i always appreciate if you have questions for me then please ask them why because otherwise i'll be talking for the whole 45 minutes straight and then i won't be able to say a word again anymore tonight so if you do have questions or anything, any comments, anything you would like to know or any topic you would like to dive in deeper, then uh, yeah, I'm more than happy to, to, to get into that as well. Any questions at this point, guys? And let me take a sip of my delicious drink here. I have the Apfelschorle again, like last week. Mm. Robert is smiling. You know the Apfelschorle, right? Is that something you miss in, in Ecuador? Yeah. I mean, uh, in Rheinland-Pfalz and Trier, you know, is the oldest city. And Germany, we used to have the feeds this is the uh the mix uh, from the um, uh behind that um feeds yeah have you heard of it from like from, the, liquid, from, from the from the from the from the um ah from the from the grapes from the grapes it's like a mix there's a little bit of alcohol in there but it's, it's uh, with the with the soda too mm, like a wine 
No, I quit. I quit drinking alcohol like twelve years ago and smoking cigarette and all that. Yeah. No, my question was um about the um I had like you said depressions back in two thousand two when my when my father died. Right. Wait. Let me. Let me. Let one second. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna pause the recording here because this is a personal sharing, and I think that's good if I pause the recording so that right. uh, we have a little bit more of a private space in here to to not be sharing okay. this with the whole world. Give me a second. Can we? resume the recording because i will uh, take my I, i will take my elaborations maybe a little bit further um uh, talking talking about um acceptance and commitment therapy and its um its usefulness to to get you towards um uh, uh, the habituation so let me let me uh, for those who um maybe have not heard so much uh, about it yet uh, acceptance and commitment therapy is as well as cognitive behavior therapy and a behavioral protocol um, that is of the basic assumption that um, nothing is fundamentally wrong with you, but in, uh, in, instead you have adopted a, a, set, a set system of beliefs or certain um, ways to act and react around a topic or an issue. It doesn't only have to be tendencies, it can be many things in our life, right? Um, at, at that is in the, in the long run holding us back and making things more difficult for us in our life, right? And in the terms of tinnitus, as most of the time we experience tinnitus, we go to the ENT or to the audiologist. Everyone says, nothing's wrong with you. Don't worry about it. But yet we go into the forums, we go online and we see how many people are struggling with it. So how could nothing be wrong with me if everyone out there is struggling? If everyone's having major difficulties if people really get depressed and really have big big difficulties with this how could nothing be wrong with you right so that is that is a very very normal belief system that i have experienced that many people i work with have experienced so it's absolutely natural to experience it that way and to think about it that way but the problem is is um and then often accompanied with negative bodily sensations. For example, if your tinnitus is the reason for why you can't sleep at night, right? We all have had, or most of us probably have had a bad night of sleep. And we all know that that doesn't feel nice. If you don't sleep or sleep only very few hours, it doesn't feel great the next day. It just is what it is. So what happens? Your brain is like, ah, oh, that tinnitus is that culprit for me not being able to sleep at night. Therefore, I feel terrible the next day. So God, thank you. That is my tinnitus causing this in me, right? So you're, of course, you have, an, you have, you have something that's, and, and I'm not only talking about that, right? For other people, it's things in their relationship that uh, took a toll or uh, the, 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 the relationships with their kids because they, for example, we had uh, Tatiana from Los Angeles and, and at the start she said like she couldn't hold her little daughter in her arm because her little daughter would, if, if she would be loud or she would scream or something like that, be terrible. She wouldn't be able to bear for her, right? So, so we all have things that 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 drive the amount of impact that tinnitus has in our life and how 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 important it would be to get rid of this right and the more that is the case and the more you run into that rubber wall because you try hundreds of different things and you try this herbal remedy and you try ginkgo biloba and you try magnesium and you try uh, dry fasting as some people advertise it and not so what and so on yeah and and all these things don't work so every single thing that doesn't work you create one more step of additional reactivity why because it's going to mean like okay what if but I, it worked for someone else in this online forum i read it why doesn't it work for me right and then i ultimately we all feel that way 
we all feel like we're the only person left on this planet who is experiencing this difficulty, who, who is sharing, look at this, man. We have 16, 17, 18 people in this live meeting today. They're all, we're all here for the same reason, right? Like, I, I mean, I, I, I was there before you guys 12, 13 years ago with my, with my tinnitus and my, my, my ear. And, and it's, it's my, my personal story and my difficulty with my tinnitus that has brought me into doing what I do. But in the end, we all probably experience very similar things. But in the end, when we sit there alone, we all think that we're the only person in this world to experience these kind of feelings, emotions, and reactions to our tinnitus, right? And, and to that, I want to say to you, and this is uh, just, I've done uh, made a, a much larger recap than I wanted to out of the first two weeks. Um, uh, but but to, but to just quickly get into for why um, you react to your tinnitus in the way that you do, right? And I'm not saying that is like I'm not saying it from my big ivory tower to say like you should not react like that, no. But I'm saying that because of course I know that it's uncomfortable to feel and react and live that way. So of course you're trying to modify something, and you guys came into this live meeting in order to experience and to hear what kind of tools or strategies you could employ in order to try to advance and go ahead with your in your in your experience with tinnitus right so um i i just wanted to do that little recap because i wanted to tell you okay this is very a very normal process that most of us experience um in in dealing with tinnitus and um it's it's very normal to really react that way and to have that but um it's very important to know that we we have the strategies and the tools to also start nudging us into a different direction, right? We have the tool of uh, a cognitive behavior therapy to recognize the mindset, thoughts, and belief system that and where they come from, analyze them. And at, at not in the first place, uh, go ahead and say like, oh, I remove them. I don't want to experience them. But in the first place to say, aha, okay, this is what I'm experiencing when my tinnitus is bothering me. This is how it plays out in a day-to-day -day setting. This is where it makes me tired. This is where it annoys me. This is where it drives me nuts. This is where it influences my relationships because being aware of that is one of the very, very first steps. And that's beneficial for many other parts in your life as well, would be, right? So if you learn to employ these kind of practices, you could benefit from in, in other areas of your life as well. Why? Because that will make you realize that, right? If you can do that with tinnitus, you can employ it in, in, in different areas with your life. So say, for example, um, to get a little bit more distance between a, a thought that you that you have, an emotion that that thought provokes, and the degree of reality that comes out of that thought afterwards, right? I often say to my clients in a coaching session, is like, listen, I could have won the lottery right now. What if in my bank account, I have 4 million euros right now? Mm. And I say, is it true or is it not true? Would be lovely if it was true, probably not true, but it could be true, right? Like it's not very difficult today in today's bank account and lottery. I could play the lottery. I could have won, could be the lucky one. I could have 4 million in my bank account, probably don't. So whether thoughts are true or not, right? They don't always depend on what reality says to us or what, you know? So I, I know that this might be a little bit difficult for some of you guys who are here for the very first time in these meetings and for if you're watching the recording afterwards they're saying what is he going on about like why what is he saying like my tinnitus is just bugging me and it's really bad and it's annoying i can't take it can't stand it i know that but let me tell you like there's other sounds or other things that you seemingly can't um can't can't deal with or that you can't take care of and and suddenly your relationship to them becomes a little bit different 
and I think it's very important to 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 notice first and foremost that if you have a strategic approach to your tinnitus you can certainly get to that stage of habituation where more and more, and this is what I say, little steps, step by step, you won't be making that process to habituation in a week or two, but you will be on a path to where you realize that you are on the right track by, and this is what I say by, by realizing that little by little, you have more periods in your day where you suddenly come back and say like, huh, I don't... uh, I don't, uh, I didn't hear my tinnitus anymore. Someone uh, raised their hand. Anyone has a question? Want to say anything in between? Do you, mean, yeah, um, do you mean as in like when you get distracted during the day, you're busy with something and you get distracted. So therefore you don't hear your tinnitus just purely because of that. Um, yes, for example. And I, I would say true habituation is exactly that carried out by 100%. So when you realize that when you're busy the whole time and you don't think about your tinnitus anymore, and then why should you think about your tinnitus when you're not busy, right? Well, it's exactly the same. The tinnitus is still there. Can you hear your tinnitus right now? Of course. I can hear it over a four-lane street when I walk outside. On the, on the, on, when I walk outside my house, there's a four-lane street here in Berlin. It's always busy. When I walk outside and, I, and the street is there, I can still hear my tinnitus if I tune into it. But you're not tuning into it, so you can't really hear it right now because you're talking to us, correct? Well, if I focus on it, I can hear it, of course. And but since I'm so talk, so focused on to- to- talking to you, uh, also thinking in my head, okay, what's the next sentence I'm going to say? Where am I going to take the topic no, this okay. time? Where, what are we going to do in the rest of these no, uh, of these of these uh, uh, 15, 20 minutes that we have left, and so on and so forth? So I'm f- so focused on that. My tinnitus is basically out of my perception, right? So I'm I'm not aware that my tinnitus is there in that very moment. And that's, in my you- opinion is habituation carried all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like you just don't even care about it anymore. Like you've, you've, you've come to a point where you just don't even care. It's there, but you don't care about it. Unless people who haven't habituated, we hear it and we still care about it. We're like, oh, it bothers you. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right, right. But, but, but realize um, that that too is a process or a way of thinking that you can um, analyze, understand, and ultimately use the right tools and strategies in order to nudge yourself into a direction where at least at first you can recognize that that way of thinking, the way of the same belief system coming up when you react to your tinnitus in that way, how that makes you feel, right? Because often it's related to a feeling. And when it's a bad feeling, then ergo the thought and the problem that we have is bad, right? So ergo, we do have a problem in some kind of way. And therefore, our focus on tinnitus e bad relationship so when uh kareem before kareem, just you... one second kareem kareem also has a question but frank oh, please. Go ahead. um so before you habituated frieder yes what would you tell yourself in order to habituate like what were the words you were telling yourself with acceptance with with act and uh, with cbt uh First of all, like what um, would what would yeah. you tell yourself? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I would have if I did know those concepts existed, but because uh, 12, 13 years ago when I started experiencing tinnitus and also when my tinnitus went up uh, like seven, eight years ago, uh, there was nothing like that. So I had to do it all by myself, like many of you are. Um, and that was a very, very, very uncomfortable time in my life. 
Um, and looking back at that time, that's probably what motivated me to start this coaching business, to start the online community and why I started building uh, courses and trying to help people with tinnitus because I realized and I know um, how difficult of a time it was for me before I got to the stage where I am now of habituation. But um, to, to be honest with you, it's more a process of um, realizing your automatic reaction to tinnitus first, right? So um, how you can do that is not a specific thing that you should tell yourself because I, I, Kareem, let me quickly share this um, and then I'm, I'm, we're coming to your question, but let me quickly. Yeah, sure, sure, no Thank you. And let me quickly go into this because I think this is very important. This is very crucial here. And I think why this is so important is that if you try to tell yourself something, but you think and feel different towards it 10 or 20 seconds afterwards, then you're not going to believe it. So Frank, if you say yourself, ah, tinnitus is not dangerous. It's not bothering, bothering me. It's not terrible. Right. You can tell to yourself all, all day long if you don't believe in it, if that's not how you feel about it, if that's not how you relate to it, then 30 seconds in, you'll be like, ah, that's bullshit. What are you trying to convince yourself of? Right. So the, the, the strategy that I say is go slow, go slow, analyze the belief system, become aware of the same reaction that is happening when your tinnitus is bugging you. And then afterwards, look at how that makes you feel, right? And not always take it for 100% truth, right? Not always say like, oh, I feel terrible. That's why my thoughts about my tinnitus have to be true. So I have to do something about it and I need to get rid of it somehow, right? Because that's what, what keeps you stuck. So what I would say is like, not so much in what should I tell myself as in pep talk in order to habituate? Because that doesn't work. It's like, what, what was the joke? Love is like a fart. If you force it, it's probably going to be shit. And I made a video on it <laughs> and I said, habituation is like a fart. If you force it, it's probably shit because there is no element of forcing it. If you want to force it, it's not going to work. Many people have tried it. If you force it and say, ah, I'm going to be habituated in three months, I'm going to do this. And then I'm, I'm right at that spot. It's not going to work. So what you have to do is you have to be compassionate. You have to, for example, one thing that I could say to you right now is, for example, you can say hashtag tinnitus when you realize your tinnitus is there and it's bugging you. So don't tell yourself positive stuff if you don't believe it because your brain will know what, to, what you believe and what you don't believe, right? We are creatures of if we don't see and feel something, then we don't believe it. So you have to start small, little by little. And later on, you will start feeling and experiencing that your tinnitus is not dangerous to you. That's when you will start to habituate because that's when your brain is like, ah, this thing is not dangerous. I don't need to take care of it. It's not impacting my sleep. It's not impacting my daily relationships and it's not making me feel bad anymore. So why would I care? Why would I listen and tune into it all the time? But it's not something that you can tell yourself. It's something that I have to experience. And in order to experience that, you have to start very small, baby steps, very small steps. And the very small steps can be as simple as when tinnitus is bugging you, hmm, look, hashtag tinnitus, to elevate it onto a rational area, right? Where your brain has a second review process. Because normally in most of the time when we experience tinnitus and we get sucked into that downward tracing spiral, it's a habitual reaction that looks often exactly the same. So in doing, for example, the hashtag tinnitus, you elevate it into onto a rational um, momentum. You bring some rational element into it. And therefore you have a little bit of a review process where your brain is like, okay, is it really true right now? Right? So I would say my recommendation is start small. Do something as little as um, trying to be more aware in the moments where your tinnitus bug you, what's going on. Just as that, it's just simple, very small process. But uh, please Kareem. 
Uh, hey, hi guys, hi everyone. Uh, you pretty much hit the the nail on the on the on the top. I don't know, I forgot the expression, but pretty much answered my question there. And uh, just wanted to. It's not so much of a question, but I just wanted to continue on what you were saying and, and give you a breath uh, of uh, air while uh, I go on. I just wanted to give you guys some feedback. I've been I've been having tinnitus for seven months. Uh, I've uh, you know reached out to, to Frida a few months ago. I started his course. He he gave me some great tips to begin with, and you know I, I just also some background. I'm a doer. I you know a problem solver personality. This thing hit me, and I and I tried everything. You know it's it's not about what you do and what, how much how hard you try because that will just you know you'll end up basically exhausting yourself. You have to, you know this uh, today's topic is about acceptance. For me, the best definition of it is acceptance is having it have a st having a stimulus, which is tinnitus of sound, and having no emotional reaction to it. And and I'm I would say I taste I can taste now what habituation is. It is a slow process. It is it is one that you have to you know take your time and and use. I mean, pretty much everything that Frida is giving you, all that information is great, but you have to implement it in your own way. You have to really uh, yeah, kind of, for me, the uh, again, just another tip from my side, and I'll, I'll, I'll pass on, I'll, I'll, I'll mute myself. Great stuff, great stuff. Whenever, whenever you have, uh, whenever you have tinnitus bothering you, you know, I've always measured the sound or the level or, or trying mm -hmm. to understand, okay, is it getting, uh, is it pissing me off more or is it getting more bothersome is, is to really analyze your, your emotional reaction to it it's, it's to ask instead of asking yourself how loud is it is uh, ask yourself how am i feeling towards it and really over time i've really i actually carried a notebook and every time i pulled it out and wrote my emotion down instead of measuring the sound over time your, your brain doesn't really care about i mean i stopped caring about how loud it is nowadays it's just it's always there and i know i'm, I'm no longer really emotionally attached to that sound uh, it's very it's a very hard a thing to describe in words but it's it's true and it works and uh over time you it uh, that's that's the only way out that's really i hear it it's blasting in my ears right now i don't if i let it if i go down that rabbit hole it, i will eventually still get triggered but i can now sit still and be calm and no longer have it bother me to the point where i was you know six months ago so yeah that's that's all for me guys uh Best of luck for everyone, and nice to thank you, Frida, for organizing these calls. Uh, absolutely. It's Can I say nice. something? This is Marcia. Yes, please, Marcia. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I am. Uh, sorry for my English. I'm a little bit uh, nervous. All good. But um, yeah, I'm at really bad of state of mind uh, right now because um, one month ago I went to a fair here in the Netherlands. And someone um, that sure. So again, I um, I just pause this uh, for for a little bit of a while so that we have a little bit of privacy here. So if people are watching this in a recap, you're more than happy to um, join one of the next uh, live events. The uh, uh, yeah, the links to that uh, are basically all over the internet, or at least in all the resources that I share in in most of my uh, places. If it's on YouTube, it will be in the comment section. If it's on Instagram, it will be in the link tree or something like that. So if you want to uh, join for one of the next live sessions, I think in two and three weeks, in two, three and four weeks or something like that, there won't be another live session because 
I'll be on holiday and yay me. I haven't been on holiday since we were in South Africa in January. And yeah. so yay me yeah. that finally, um, that uh, finally I get to do a bit of a holiday. And usually, uh, originally we wanted to drive down to Italy, which uh, we're probably not going to do anymore because we live in a small bedroom, two bedroom apartment. And finally, we managed to find a flat with three bedrooms in exactly the same house. So um, it might be that we get to move. So we're very excited about that. But let me wrap up the thoughts on um, um, acceptance and commitment therapy, because we have a little bit of time left to talk about that. And I think it will be valuable for you guys to take a few ideas before we close the session and before I send you all home and uh, to implement the tools and strategies and to go. And of course, as usual, all of you guys know, sign up to the mytinnitus.club and do exactly the exercises that I'm talking about in your own little, uh, in our tinnitus community. But yeah. Um, Marsha, thank you for sharing that. I uh, think, and we can all agree that we're all with you on this path. And um, I'm looking forward to do that individual session with you and to be of help wherever I can. And I'm sure that the community is also trying to help you as much as they can. And for example, on the um, uh, Tanike is on the mytinnitus.club. And that's something that you all of you guys can know, actually, that I forgot to mention last time. Uh, that you have the possibility to see um, if you want that in your privacy settings, you can obviously control that, that you can see where different people are from, from the community. So if Marsha and Tanika were to sign up, they would both see that they're in the Netherlands and then Tanika would go to Marsha. Oh, look, you're in the Netherlands. I'm in the Netherlands too. Let's talk Dutch to each other. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk about tinnitus in Dutch or something like that. Or, or Frank and Tatiana would be like, oh, Frank, uh, I also am from Los Angeles. Maybe we can have a coffee and uh, chat about tinnitus one of these days. Something like that, right? I'm just a, I'm just a person who who um who uh who has the technology and the platform for you guys to maybe also connect between each other that is obviously my idea and that's my goal right so um to provide um resources input courses uh for you guys to use these strategies and tools that I share with the people I coach but also for you guys to have a platform to connect and share and to engage with each other as we are in this live community meeting um uh, but to also do that between you um when we are not in this live community meeting so Thank you so much. Me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. My pleasure. Um, but yeah, let me wrap. Uh, let me wrap uh, up the thought um, of acceptance and commitment therapy um, in your process to habituation. And we've talked a lot about this um, when we had the recording turned off. And 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 Kareem also said it. It's not so much about um, noticing or saying something positive in the moment where your tinnitus bugs you the most. It's more about the fact that you understand the uh, cycle of uh, thoughts, emotions, and feelings that they produce when you are experiencing your tinnitus. And um, acceptance and commitment therapy also used, for example, in, in, in uh, treating people with uh, severe spider phobia or um, non-physiologically induced insomnia, right? So when people um, react to a spider, let's say, I always bring that example, so sorry for bringing it again, so a lot of you people will know it. But um, if we talk about the spider example and we, thought, we talk about the therapist sitting here in Europe, right? I'm not talking about, uh, I've also had coaching clients from Australia. Uh, if there's a, a spider sitting in your room, you never know whether that thing is literally going to kill you. Not sure what the situation is in Ecuador, probably not at over 2000 meters. But, uh, but anyways, uh, so here in Europe, uh, most of the spiders are very, very uh, non-harmful. They won't do much to you apart from just sitting around and, and staring at you. And the core, the core of acceptance and commitment therapy is to develop, um, a, a, to develop some distance, if I can say it easy for you guys to understand it um, in a good way, 
um, to develop some distance and some review mechanism and process as to the feelings that you're experiencing, right? Let me say it in the spider phobia terms, person comes in with a therapist, sits in the room, sees the spider in the, in the edge of the room and freaks the heck out, freaks out completely for two hours straight, can't breathe, panic attack, whatnot, doing the same thing again in the next session with the therapist. Still freaking out, but maybe not two hours anymore, one and a half hours, and then thinking, well, that spider hasn't moved hasn't moved an inch, has it? And then the third session, person comes in, spider sits at the same place, therapist is also there, and the person's like, why am I freaking out? I have three and a half or four consecutive hours of freaking out about the spider, hasn't moved since, uh, and I learned in biology class that in Europe, we have no dangerous spiders whatsoever. Maybe I'm the one who is incorrectly reacting to the spider. Right. And if you can do that with your tinnitus, I mean, I know it might be a little bit more tricky or it might seem a little bit more, well, yes, the tinnitus, uh, the spider is not dangerous, but as soon as I leave the room, uh, it's not there anymore if I have spider phobia. So I can just remove myself from the situation with tinnitus. I can't. No. But what you need to understand, what you will understand in the long run is that you also have an emotional overshoot reaction towards your tinnitus that is driving and keeping the reactivity to your tinnitus alive. And the simple tools of what I have shared in the last three meetings with you um, of cognitive behavioral therapy, um, having the right mindset and, 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 and realizing where you come from, from tinnitus at the start and going through the acceptance and commitment therapy and will start allowing you to realize that you most of the time have an overshoot reaction that is disproportionate to the amount that tinnitus is actually bugging you and the amount that anxiety or despair or, or bad feelings that tinnitus is actually causing for you. And, 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 and that is not something to discredit the way you're feeling, right? It's not ridiculing like, but I really do feel this way. And I say, yes, absolutely, you do. But it's possible to feel different about the same thing. You've experienced that in your life many times. Sometimes our relationships to things or people, they change. They change and then they can change back, right? But it is a fact that our reality is made out of certain belief systems, certain thoughts and th certain emotions they cause, how we respond to them and how they repeat it themselves, right? So acceptance and commitment and CBT are not just two tools that what I wanted to say again, Frank, are not just two tools to tell you certain things in the right moment so that you will say like, okay, I just know, I just know exactly what to say to myself right now when it's bugging me. No, it's not about that. It's literally about sending that signal to your brain over and over again. And, and, and Kareem also said this quickly, to send that reaction and, and that notification to your brain to say, ah, okay, I'm uh, elevating this to a level where I can uh, bring some distance into it, where I don't have to let this um, spiral my thoughts in 100% of the times. And then ultimately, if I if, if I employ a few different tools, like such as Taneke also have shared, shared earlier on, if you get on with your life, suddenly you really realize, ah, how come? Seven out of the, the, the whole day, seven hours, I haven't noticed it and it's gone back into the background. And then you manage to extend that. And that's when you start to experience that habituation is possible. That habituation is not some like concept or something like that, that but in, in, in essence, and in fact, when we talk about this, this is hugely underrated, right? I know that many people are not ready for this. And I know that because I get, yo, if you could see my message inbox of hateful messages that I get on Facebook for people being like, 
what you do is bullshit. There is no cure to tinnitus. We will always suffer. This will always be terrible. And I'm like, well, yes, if that's what you believe and that's what you live, then sorry for you. But I'm not the bad person. This is happening to you. I'm not the culprit for it. It's your life, not mine. It's your story, not mine. Right? But it's also in our hands to change that. It's absolutely 100% possible because we have the, the same structure, the same the same ability in our brains to habituate to tinnitus. We all come with the same computer system, if you will, that can be set towards habituation, 100% and absolutely. But yes, some people are not ready. Some people are, are up for the eternal fight against tinnitus, but it's the fight against the windmills, right? That you cannot win, at least currently. And as soon as there's a magic pill coming out, reducing tinnitus by 50%, you'll be the first to hear it also on my platform. Like, because okay. I, I want you guys to be happy. But I'm saying to you, if you're 100% habituated like I am, I would say like, you know what? If they gave me a pill that, for example, would say, um, okay, you have this chance. You have the chance. You can take this pill and you might be, let's say, what what could it cause? Would be a, a bad thing. If you if I could take, if they would tell me, you might have a 50% chance of developing your brain cancer um, or get rid of your tinnitus. I would I would say, no, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my tinnitus. I don't want to have 50% chance of brain cancer. I've learned to live with my tinnitus. It's absolutely fine to experience tinnitus. It's not bugging me at all. I, I would like to have some of my hearing back. That's absolutely true. It's difficult to only have one ear and that one with a hearing aid. I, I will say that. But I can live with my tinnitus and I'm fine with my tinnitus. So if they gave me some kind of medicine with terrible side effects, I would not take it. So to wrap this up, and I think this is important, um, the structures of acceptance and commitment therapy and the physical ability of your brain to adapt to change and to influence itself, right? And this is the most positive news that I can give yourself today is you can pull yourself out of the mud. You don't need no miracle cure. You don't need no herbal remedy. You don't need no guru doctor or um, uh, 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 a guru person or something. I'm not a guru person. I'm someone who's coaching. I'm trying to, in the personal coaching is what Kareem and, and uh, Kareem said earlier on, is that everyone finds the individual way, right? My program is also not always 100% the same because everyone has different stories of how they relate to tinnitus initially. And I'm sure that if we go on two, two hours with them, this meetings, which we don't have because, again, tonight my favorite team is playing Europa League and I've already missed the first half. So I want to sure. go and watch Freiburg play Europa League tonight. <laughs> um, and uh, sorry for that. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, but but we all have the same possibility to get to that point, right? And the positive news is that um, I'm here for you. The community is here for you. Um, the people who are in this meeting here for you. Um, the My Tinders Club is here for you. The podcast is here for you. The YouTube is here for you. And many other people who, who share very val valuable stuff on, on YouTube or anywhere else on Tinnitus. We're all here. So the good thing is everything that you need in order to habituate to Tinnitus is within you. If you know how to employ the right strategies, if you know how to nudge yourself in the right direction, you can make habituation happen. And also, maybe not in the next week, maybe not in the next month, but in a reasonable period of time that given to the time that you have with tinnitus is relatively small until you get to that stage. And once you have that, right? Once you have that, if tinnitus got worse, you have the strategy how to deal with it again. Right? So if I have a spike or if my tinnitus goes louder for a while, I know how to deal with it in the future. I don't need to be anxious about it. I know how to approach it. 
I know I'll be okay. Yeah, um, a final round of questions, and then I'm off to the um, to the game of SC Freiburg versus Olympi Olympiakos Piraeus or something like that. It's a, I think it's a, a Greek football club. And as I read it, Freiburg is, uh, I think, winning 2-0 at the moment. So my team is in the lead. Woo! Any questions, guys? Uh, give me a second. A motorcycle is passing by. I live... Here it's like the autobahn. Um, something that I wanted to add, like like, like uh, that you were saying before, is that we've been through through worse, right? I'm thinking sometimes when I when I'm laying down in my bed, I'll be like, okay, if I can handle it a little bit, and it's getting better. But because I was doing good till the cousin of my wife called me, I saw him, and he'd be like, oh, I'm dying. I don't know what to do. The tightness is killing me. And he works in a bakery the whole day, right? He got a lot of stress and he had this uh, thing in his ear. And I was like, it can only get better. I mean, we've been through worst, right? I've been through worst with anxieties and the whole past back in Germany too. But it only can get better. And now that I see that, that I'm not alone, when you see like this community here, And we can help, like you say, one each other. And you can see people that are struggling too. It's not just you going crazy. <laughs> yes, thank you very much for the space. Absolutely. Nothing, nothing to add to that. And I, I, I 100% agree. Um, and, 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 and look, like if this starts, if you manage to unleash the potential of not taking all the thoughts for granted 100% that you're having right now towards your tinnitus, Imagine what other potential um, it can bring to you to employ these tools of review towards your feelings, emotions, and to apply it to different things in life. I mean, this community is for tinnitus, so we discussed issues on tinnitus, but I often see that people get positive results of applying these tools and techniques into other areas of their life. So I, I see it as a positive chance often as well for people, right? All right. Anyone else? Or are we, are we through here? <laughs> No, you're not. Hey, just to say, you're not keeping me, right? So I'm, I'm good. I just checked the score. It's, uh, they're, they're winning 3-0 and it's only 24 minutes left. So I don't think they will lose that game anymore. So uh, 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 come, come, come and ask your questions if you have any questions. Well, I would say like, <clears throat> it's, it's probably an analogy I, I just thought about is, you know, it's like, one of your ex-girlfriends you you had an ex-girlfriend that you couldn't get over her you were heartbroken and you're oh, i can never live without this person but here we are you know we've moved on we have another another partner now we're happy so <laughs> i don't know i don't know why i thought that but I, it's just i compared the analogy there but it's very it's very relevant i think you know if you think about it um We all get tangled up in emotional reactivity fairly quickly, especially in times where we're not that well. So it's natural. It's human, right? So ask yourself with compassion, how is reacting to your tinnitus in this way furthering you right now with your struggle? Is it helping you or is it making everything worse? You know, sometimes you need that though. Sometimes you need that dark place, right? You, you curl up in a ball and you are in this, in this dark place and you just, you know, you don't want any outside and that's fine for a while. But afterwards, you got to move on. Like when you when you move, miss that old person or that old relationship. I, you know, I loved to when I when I had that the first two times when I was 14, 15, first breakups, I would go to my room and I would uh, listen to a CD. Maybe Robert, you know it. It's in German. It's called Kuschelrock. So it's like a cuddling, cuddling rock. 
And uh, you know, the kind of stuff they had on there was like uh, unbreak my heart, Tony Braxton and all this kind of stuff. Right. So you'd lie down in your bed and like curl up a little bit and be like, Oh, this is so terrible. when you're 14. Right. And it's like one relationship. So it happened later as well. I know, but you know, like this kind of, this kind of thing and the ways of emotional reactivity towards many things that are not pleasurable in life. Um, they, they are natural, right? They're natural. And there are two ways for you to deal with them. There's the one way to absolutely shut everything down and not do anything anymore. Or there's a way to do something about it. Um, acknowledge that it's a problem right now. Acknowledge that this is what it is at the moment. And it is tricky and difficult, mm -hmm. but you're looking for the right strategies, for the right help, for the right tools. You found something here and you will advance. You will get better. You will find, if you will, that new partner. You will find that life where... You live with tinnitus, but you don't react to it at all. So it's not bugging you, right? So you will get there, absolutely. And I've seen people come in and out of my live meetings, in and out of my communities, in and out of my coachings. And when I catch up with them a few years later, it's like, yeah, you have still have tinnitus? Yeah, I still have it. And how are you doing? Eh, it doesn't bother me. I'm moving on with my life. I'm enjoying everything else, right? So I'm really, I get really happy about that. Because I mean, I'm like, I, I, I am this like, I'm a little bit like a car shop, like a tailor, car tailor, right? So cars come in, they get fixed up, they move screws, screws, remove the oil, put new oil into it, and then you're good to go again. So my ideal goal is if you come to the community, if you come to the My Tinder Club community, if you work with me, so ideally, ideally, right? It doesn't always happen. And it's sometimes works better, sometimes it doesn't work that well. It's always different. Everyone's individual. So I can never make a complete promise. But ideally, you are one of those cars who come into the shop. We do a little bit of work together and it's not me fixing something. So don't take that from the analogy, but it's me trying to use the right concepts that have helped other people, apply them to your individual case, ask you the right kind of questions and then have you move on to the next thing. So tinnitus is not the issue of focus anymore. And you can go on to the things that are more important in your life because I'm sure there are more important things in your life than your tinnitus. Yep. All right, guys. Then for everyone's not on the Tinnitus Club, make sure to check out www.mytinnitus.club. I will put it here in the chat as well. And I think in one of the next meetings, I might uh, use a little bit because we haven't done that in the mytinnitus.club community yet, but I'm going to use one of these live meetings to present the little bit, uh, mytinnitus.club a little bit more and the functionalities because we haven't done this in the mytinnitus.club community either. So within one of the next live meetings, I will do that. Uh, apart from that, um, next week is the last live meeting for, I think, the first couple of weeks uh, before middle of October will be the next one um, because of my holiday and uh, hopefully me and my wife moving. So then we have a new location for uh, for a live meeting setup. Um, but yeah, I yeah, I just can say that I think this was very, very nice. I certainly enjoyed it, although my voice gets a little bit uh, crackly now. But I hope that everyone could take a little bit of uh, uh, of input for themselves uh, from this meeting and that it's been helpful for you. Um, I know that um, we want to throw a lifeline to Marsha. So Martha, Marsha, I'm going to uh, contact you individually after this meeting to send you a few uh, resources and tips and tools. And yeah, for the rest of you, it's great that you've been here and um, I'll see you if you want to in the next uh, live meeting next week um, or uh, in a personal coaching session or in the My Tenages, the Club community. Okay, thank you so much. Absolutely, thank my pleasure, much, guys. Thank you, Have Thanks. a great evening, day, night, wherever you are. All the best to Bye, all Peter. of you. Thanks, Bye, guys. Thanks, Frida. Good luck with the move.
Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I will report. Ciao, guys. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye. Yeah, fast forwarding about 90 minutes later, my beer is empty. The podcast episode is readily edited. It's going to release as it is usually releasing Friday, 8 p.m. Central European Standard Time. So in the US, that's about lunchtime. In Asia, that's in the middle of the night. So the people in Asia wake up to a brand new episode on Saturday morning on the Outering Tennis podcast. You can hear it. I am very happy that I am done with editing this podcast episode. I hope that it is very valuable for you. If you'd like to find out more about the acceptance and commitment therapy approach that I take to tinnitus, you might want to check out the links in the description to this episode. You will find the links to be able to join one of our next live events that we hold in the MyTinnitus.club community. But uh, I'm actually super happy to also announce that we're going to have um, new group coaching sessions, etc. coming out. They will all be accessible through the MyTinnitus.club community. So if you're interested in that or you're not quite sure, send me an email to free.archingtinnitus.com or simply sign up for one of the free coaching sessions. 15 minutes is what everyone gets a personal approach from me and uh, some personal recommendation for you and your life with tinnitus. I hope that this episode was useful for you. Um, I wish you all the best of luck. I am trying to collect my strength and uh, for moving day tomorrow, I've got a lot of furniture still uh, left to move. Um, but uh, I will let you guys know how that went. And the next podcast episode will be edited and released in the new flat, as well as the YouTube videos that you can check out as well. I put a link in the show notes to this episode as well to the YouTube channel because we have frequent videos and information coming out in that channel as well. Because my goal is to make you, enable you to live your best life despite tinnitus, but to do that in a way that is fun and engaging to me as well, right? So I'm trying to create videos, content, uh, pieces of uh, work that is yeah, pretty much uh, letting me express myself in my unique way, but is also helping all of you guys with your tinnitus wherever you might be in the world. It's uh, my pleasure to be doing this. I really love to be doing this, but now I got to sign off and help my wife carry some boxes. All right, guys, till the next time. Goodbye. Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Outering Tinnitus podcast. I hope you really enjoyed it and it helps you on your way towards your best life despite tinnitus. If you'd like access to our exclusive online tinnitus membership community where you can access weekly videos tons of content around the topics of tinnitus and sleep acceptance and commitment and how cognitive behavioral therapy can help you to finally break the vicious cycle of suffering from your tinnitus yeah just really build your best life despite tinnitus then please head over to www.mytinnitus.club where we have weekly events you have the possibility to engage with other members share your progress throughout taking courses of the Outring Tinnitus online coaching program and really start living your best life again check it out under www.mytinnitus.club and I'll see you in the next podcast episode Thank you very much for listening to the Outring Tinnitus podcast. I am looking forward to also welcome you on my website at outringtinnitus.com or if you have any questions, please mail to frida at outringtinnitus.com. See you next time.